Hello, Podcasters, and welcome to episode 43. In this episode, we try to figure out how I can juggle time in order to see the Hatbox Ghost and run an event within hours of each other. We talk about Mario's girlfriend's cover getting recognized by the original artist, and also that we want to eat Dipper's hat. Yes, Dipper from Gravity Falls. Might taste like cake. Thank you all for the responses and the daily 60 Disney favorites posts that we're putting up on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. We love reading your responses. Uh, We always feel that we end up learning something new with each one of the posts. So thank you guys so much for that. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for listening. We were surprised to see that we were number eight on Twitter user at Disney Pods ranking list last week. Um, Thank you so much. That's uh, it was really cool to see that. So thank you so much for that acknowledgement. Uh, We really appreciate that. Remember to head over to podcasters.com if you want to check out some of the show notes for this and other episodes. This last week on the blog, we posted several posts uh, that we thought were really cool. One was from user Dramatic Parrot on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And she actually shows you how to draw Dipper and Mabel, which was so cool. So that is on the blog. We also posted... A new video from our good friend Dan, who goes by Mouse Brew on Instagram. He's also Mouse Brew on YouTube. He reviewed this really cool uh, barber shop called the Bar Beer Shop in Anaheim. Check out that video. And uh, also, if you guys shop on Amazon, on the Podcateers homepage, we have an Amazon Buy Now button. If you guys click on that button, you will be helping the podcast. Everything that you buy from Amazon after clicking on that link will remain the exact same price for you, but Amazon will break us off some of that sweet referral change that will keep the podcast running. So uh, we would really appreciate it if you guys could help us out anytime you guys are buying on Amazon. Did I mention that Hobdog on a Stick is coming to the parks? Because he is. Watch for those posts. If you want to find us on Facebook, we are at facebook.com slash and we are at podcateers on Instagram and Twitter. So that's it. Uh, I don't have anything else for now, so I hope you guys have an awesome upcoming week, and here is episode 43 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Can I say something? What? Uh, I'm going to say the F word. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> After all this hype. Oh my God. All right. It's here. Great. Well, it's not here yet. Well, it's no. definitely coming though, right? So well, now it's confirmed. confirmed. All right. Well, now there you go. Confirmed. Finally. Now, let me see if I got this straight. This is happening before the anniversary kickoff? Okay. So, our speculation at this point is that the mansion is going to be closed for a week, uh, the first week of May. Yep. It's going to reopen on May 9th. Now, the speculation is that the Hatbox Ghost will be installed in the mansion during that one week. Okay. Which means that on May 9th, I will be at the park. Oh, I'm sure you will. <clears throat> I will be there for rope drop. And the first thing I'm going to go do is I'm going to go to the mansion. Yeah. You have to be you're there gonna have rope to, drop. You're going to have to shove people out of the way. <laughs> you're not going to be the only one. I will not be the only one stepping on people like Mario did at the concert. <laughs> I wanted no, the tickets. <laughs> and I want to see the Hatbox Ghost. <laughs> Football helmet. You need that. Yeah, nah, I got a hard hit. I'm getting some stretches. <clears throat> have some coffee. So, I know. So the idea is here's here's the here's where I kind of run into this like clash of things that day. The next art walk got moved to the ninth. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> yeah. You're right. So it got moved to the ninth because it was already an event at the park. The the first Saturday of the month, the the Citrus Art Walk, which we, you know, help run. Mm-hmm is the first Saturday of every month. Now, because there was already something in the park where we're having the art walk, they're pushing it to the 9th, which means that I have to be there to start setting up at 1230. Okay? So that means that I have to get up crazy early to get all the stuff ready for the art walk. 
I have to make sure that I either drop it off or take, you know, my wife's car or something to go to Disneyland for rope drop. So that the first thing that I do is the mansion. The first time I ride it, not going to take any pictures, not going to do anything. I'm just going to enjoy the experience. Good. And I'm hoping uh-huh. that the Hatbox Ghost will be there. Right. Because there's nothing that guarantees us that saying that the Hatbox Ghost will be there on the 9th. All we know is that they're closing the mansion down for a week and that it reopens on the 9th. Again, the speculation is that the Hatbox Ghost will be there on the 9th. That's a long time for you. Now, they could just be installing the final, you know, bit of whatever they need to install Uh in order to, you know, put him there. Right. Or to activate him or... Who knows? Maybe like the maybe day run of the, test, make yeah. sure it doesn't break down. On maybe the 9th. exactly because that was the problem with when they opened the mansion the first time that the mm-hmm. effect didn't work properly and that you could see both heads. And I'm excited to to see how they're going to pull it off this time. It could be using some of the new projection technology. I know for sure that there's some kind of animatronic stuff involved, like Tupac, that kind of projection technology. No, that's a 3D hologram. Oh. So I don't think they're going to Tupac it. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I will think it'll be some kind of animatronic that has, like, like Constance is an animatronic, but they have, like, weird face technology, which makes it look like her face is, like, stretched out really weird. Okay. I think it'll be kind of that 2.0, unless Constance is already 2.0, so maybe, like, 2.5. Okay. You know, so yeah. I think it'll just be, like, a stepped-up version of that technology. Uh, as far as, and and this is, uh, I forgot who I was talking to, but it was funny because the whole hashtag Hatbox Goes for a Day came up. Mm-hmm. So on that day, Premium is allowed to be in the park, but the next day, I'm sorry, on that day, I think most passes are allowed, but the next day only Premium is allowed. Uh, or backwards or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the other it's way like around. Premium is on, on that day, on the 9th, and then on Sunday, more passes are allowed. So we were joking, man, they're going to let the premium people see it on Sunday, on Saturday mm, and then remove it on fuck. Sunday. <laughs> and then they got to come back Monday or Tuesday to see it again. Everybody's going to be upgrading to premium just to go see the Hatbox Ghost. <laughs> they shut them off when it's not a premium day only. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That would be terrible. Terrible. <laughs> but This is a brilliant, brilliant idea. Is it? Hatbox yes. Ghost for a day. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Mystique lives. It's like, you guys are making it up. He's not there. No. We saw it exactly, but they're gonna install some technology that when you take a picture, it it's doesn't not come show up. up. It's like an anti-reflective thing, so that no matter how you take the picture, you can't actually ever Shut get up. a picture of the Hatbox Ghost. Get out of here! See how he's falling for that? Wow, he like, <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. Like, oh, so it's not true? <clears throat> oh, no, just making that up. No, I was gonna say, make sure you turn off your flash if you do take a picture, unless it's Mario's phone and. He takes video or whatever he does, and it just flashes. Two times that happened. (laughs) (laughs) Out of two. (laughs) So, hey, so I've talked to a few people, and we've had a few comments on Instagram and a couple replies on Facebook about that green thing that was floating around the mansion. People have told me that there was a face there. Whether or not it was Ezra or the Hatbox Ghost, there was a face there. Okay, hold on. Now, what exactly are you saying here? That it's always been there or people have confirmed that they now see it too? No, no. They, they've been saying that it's been there for a long time. Okay. I'm glad you actually just brought that up because I've heard from people <clears throat> that it hasn't. Hmm. As in recent times? Yeah. Because I actually, now that we've had about a week to think about it, I remember that at least the green thing and the, but I don't remember a face being on there. Okay. So... Again, I don't know if I described this the way I should have the last time we actually discussed this. So in Madame Leota's seance room, um, upon entering, it should be directly behind you. What it was, it was a giant... The best way I can describe it is a giant green spotlight pointed at the wall. Right. Now, um, there's all this like kind of like aura... I don't even know how I want to describe it. Just the little squiggly things that are like floating around and like lighting up the walls as they kind of move around. Mm-hmm. That's always been there. That I can get on board with. Mm-hmm. But the one that's hovering around this giant green spotlight, that part itself actually makes the image slightly clearer where it floats over. So it's just like for two that, spotlights. Yeah. Just for that like temporary moment that it's going over it, it's visual, and then it gets blurry again when it leaves it. Okay. 
So what I saw was a giant face that was being made clear just slightly based on that little green light that was floating around. That's not what I saw. So the green light, you think the green light was basically drawing the face? Maybe not necessarily drawing it, but revealing it little by little. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm crazy. Fine. I can get on board with that. But I would swear I saw Habak's ghost's eyes when it went over that part. Now, you didn't see it because when I brought it to your attention, you weren't even focusing on that area. And when we got back on time and time again, it kept getting dimmer, right? Yeah. The dimmer thing is is what I can't explain. I don't understand how it's getting dimmer for you guys. That's what's weird. I couldn't explain that either. And that that was I thought about that after after experiencing the ride that many times. Yeah. I almost feel like it was a mental trick. That because we were trying to overfocus on it, that somehow it we we felt in our brain that it was getting dimmer. Right. But it didn't I, I can't explain it either. That there's no reason for them to be oh yeah, these guys are on there again. <laughs> Mess with their heads. <laughs> make like, it dimmer. They're on to us. <clears throat> but that's still a possibility too, right? That they're they were messing you? with us? No, not just <laughs> us. Not that they were doing it specifically towards us, but maybe they were testing something. Mm-hmm. And then every time the ride went around, it just kept getting lighter and lighter. I don't know what to say. I just find it weird that they would purposely make it dimmer and dimmer as the day goes on. Unless what they are trying to do is test the technology so that that face or that reveal happens in multiple sections of the seance room. Yeah. And that was the one place they were testing it. Because think about it. Leota is trying to summon the spirits. Mm-hmm. Right. If she's trying to summon the spirits, she's kind of just in general trying to summon the spirits that you're eventually going to see in the ballroom and that you're going to see in the graveyard and all that stuff. But remember, the story of the haunted mansion is kind of just floating up in the air. There's no true story to the haunted mansion. So what if she's really trying to summon the master of the house? And the master of the house happens to be the Hatbox Ghost. I can get on board with that. Because it, okay. like, again, just because there is no established storyline, that fits in perfectly when you're passing through the sounds room that she's trying to summon him. Hmm. Again, we could just be making it up. I don't know. That's we, what it sounds like. It, it could just be that we're making it up in our heads because we're trying to rationalize the fact that we saw this and we felt uh-huh. that it was dimming every time that we wrote it. But... Again, there's no set storyline. That could be what they're trying to do. And at the end, now I have confirmation from people who have verified they have never seen that light before. I don't know what to say because I feel I have seen it. You feel you've seen that giant green spotlight in the seance room? I won't say the spotlight, but I I can recall a laser lightish thing floating in that room which that i'm saying i can agree has always been there the 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 spotlight no i i cannot confirm that so that's why it's, i just find this weird and i would really want to see it <laughs> before the changes yeah hmm. i wonder if it's even still there i don't know like again if it was a testing it's probably not there now it might it might just be a big out of focus blob of light by now, it should have disappeared if it's <laughs> if it's dimming. Maybe. Yeah. Could be a test. Who knows? All I know, again, whether or not the Hampos Ghost is there on the 9th, I will be there. Because if he just happens to be there, I want to make sure that I see him firsthand and I don't see him on social media. I'll post it. Don't get me wrong. I will post it once I see it. Yeah. But I personally do not want to see it on social media. So I'm going to stay off social media that morning just so that I can see it firsthand. Hopefully you're one of the first ones that rides it, though. I'm hoping so. Mm -hmm. I am hoping that that is the case. I think Mario does want you to bulldoze people. I do. To get in front of the line. I probably will. I I want your answer to like a couple of scenarios I'm about to make up. Suppose you go and he's not there on the 9th. What happens? Go. I mean you. What's going to happen to you? Oh, He's going to go whomp. What he just said. Okay. Then I'll I'll gather my stuff and I'll go to the art walk. Go to the art walk. Right. Second, time. second scenario. <clears throat> Javier takes over the art walk for you that day. <laughs> what happens? Go. That would never happen. 
Uh, because his wrist hurts most of the time. All right. <laughs> and by some it was mir- hurting last last Saturday too, by the way. And by some miracle, you'll find it upside down and in flames. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. It, it's going to be one of those things where I'm taking the chance. I know that they're closing right. the mansion for a week. I'm gambling on the fact that it's going to be there. You know that the Hampox Ghost will make its return on the ninth. If that happens to be the case, fantastic. That means I get to see it. If not then I run the risk of them opening it on the next day or Monday or mm-hmm. Tuesday or whenever, you know, mm-hmm. when maybe there's less of a crowd and maybe I will see it on social media. But I'll tell you one thing for sure. If I see it on social media, I will go there right after work or whatever I have to do to All go right. see it and go stand in line for six he's hours. Gonna, he's going to take a long lunch break. I can see that being an accurate time, like an accurate wait time for it. I'm thinking that's going to that's gonna be your second time you get on. The okay. first time is going to be what, maybe? So, 10, so 15 have to, minutes? No. No, it'll probably be half an hour. The first time? Yeah. I you can better see. run, bro. Well, really? Me? Run? Come on. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. For so, this? Yes. You're, you're probably right. This yeah. is the one time I'll do it. <laughs> so I'm thinking, this was the plan. So my plan was, man, should I reveal my plan? Everybody's going to want to do the same thing. Dude. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. So this was the plan. So the plan was to show up there for rope drop. Right. Right. Head over to the mansion. Stand in line. Right. By the time I get out of line, the fast pass is hopefully active. So I'll go get a fast pass. Right. Then I'll go stand in line again. By then, the line should only be one or two hours mm-hmm. because, you know, it's people are still starting to show up. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I'll write it one more time after that. Then I'm going to get off and I'm going to see if the line is under three hours and I can write it one more time before I head to the art walk. I'm going to do it one more time mm-hmm. and then head to the art walk. If I can't. I'll invoke my fast pass unless it's too far into the day. Then I'll just probably give my fast pass away to somebody and then I'll go to the art walk. I think you're wasting time getting a fast pass. <clears throat> you think so? I think so. I think like 70 people could line up by the time you're getting a fast pass. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. But 70 people is approximately one to maybe two elevators. So I think I think it's still feasible. Plus... If I do, if I do get a fast pass and I don't end up using it, that'll make somebody's day better. Interesting. Okay, I want to say this. Worst case scenario, you show up, or wait, I'll keep the fast pass as a memento of the day the Hatbox Ghost came oh, back. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, keep it. I can get a second one though. Huh. That's not valid. A valid fast pass. Way to turn that nice gesture. <laughs> I know. Huh? <laughs> no, I should get. You know how you, when you try to get the second one, it pops out with a "You already have a fast mm-hmm. pass." I'll get that one. And then I'll keep Oh, that, that makes one. sense. Yeah, and then I'll give the actual fast pass to somebody. All right. So. Worst case scenario, if Hatbox is not there, at least you can see why did they close down the ride for seven days. Hopefully. Hopefully. Right. I mean, it, it could be apparent changes. It may not be apparent changes. I mean, for all we know, they may get rid of the window, and we may see into what's going to happen, but the Hatbox ghost may still not, not be, be there, there. until mm. the 24-hour day. Because for certain, the 24-hour day is the beginning of the 60th anniversary celebration. Maybe they're closing it down for spring cleaning. <clears throat> Could be. Yeah. To add more cobwebs and dust. Oh, yeah. <laughs> more and more, I'm getting on board with Javier's thing. It could just be a hologram they're going to add. I don't think it's going to be a hologram. It's going to be Tupac. <laughs> it's going to be Tupac. It's Tupac is going to be in the mansion. <laughs> All eyes on him. Well, <laughs> think about it. When the Pinocchio ride was like renovated the the um she the godmother she's a hologram well i mean they're they're slowly changing all of the rides in fantasy land to have that projection technology exactly and you then the, the the winnie the pooh dark ride yeah well he like floats out in that projection yeah. form well right now the the one that they're changing is peter pan that's yes, the one that's, that's right. getting the latest refurb yep mm-hmm. alice was the last one that got it right before I'm excited to see Peter Pan's. I mean, just last week, the Disney blog had posted that they were making changes to the Matterhorn and to mm-hmm. Peter Pan. They were really vague about the changes that were coming to each one. But for Peter Pan, for certain, they're adding the projection right before you leave the kids' room with Peter Pan and mm-hmm. Wendy and, mm-hmm. and the boys. What else they're going to add to the ride? They didn't say. They didn't really specify. So they're they're going to leave a lot of that just kind of for you to see it for the first time. The Matterhorn... 
I guess there's supposed to be a new Harold animatronic. Yeah, I so hope so. There's going to be a new version of the Abominable Snowman. He looked there. like he was falling apart. He didn't look like he was falling apart. He looked terrible. He just looked like he was aging. You know, it just looked like it was an old animatronic. Yeah. You know, it moved kind of rough. It didn't really, you know, wasn't fluid. If the picture that they posted as kind of the teaser for what the new Abominable Snowman is anything what it's going that to looks look like. Good. It looks awesome. That looks really good. But it you know what looks I... like it's going to scare kids and they are going to fill their scream cans. You know what I wanted though? Uh, when Monsters <clears throat> Inc. movie came out, I really wanted that Abominable Snowman to be in there. Yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way. Yeah. Like the fact that they made him like, oh, you want a snow cone? Yeah. And I was like, really? <laughs> As you drive by, it's like, don't eat the yellow cones. Yeah. It's like, what? They they had a perfect opportunity to like play off of the Matterhorn they, and all that stuff. And then they, they had a they could have had a lemon snow cone at, at the exit for sale. That would have been awesome. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Mario doesn't agree. I think. I just think it's weird how you both made Monsters Inc. references without like actually trying. It's awesome. I think so. It's awesome. Well, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. And then, obviously, if if I am able to go and see it, I will post stuff to Pocketeers.com. Maybe I'll even post it on our upcoming YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you text us first? Text us. With pictures? Yeah. I want to see. Why would he waste his time doing that? Oh, really? Yeah. You know you want to know. You're curious. Text me. Don't worry, Mario. I'll text you. I got you. I got you. Don't waste it on You guys are putting people to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Knitting with Podcateers. You know, people are driving right now. <laughs> In today's episode, we'll teach you how to crochet a blanket. <laughs> good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, good times. times. Yeah, good times. <laughs> you mentioned uh, 24-hour Disneyland. When's that? Oh, the 24-hour Disney day? Yeah. Yes, that is happening on May 22nd and 23rd. Mm-hmm. Starts at 6 a.m. on Friday the 22nd and ends at 6 a.m. the 23rd. So who's going? I am. Yeah? I am excited because it is going to be my very first 24-hour day. Really? I've never had the opportunity because of work and all sorts of other stuff that we're going on. So uh, Lynette's going to have the day off. She's going to have some vacation time that week. Nice. And so... Uh, I don't know what we're going to do about the kids yet fully or who we're going to leave them yeah. with or anything. They may join us in the park for a little while. We mm-hmm. may have somebody pick them up or something. Only because you may not be allowed to re-enter the park if you leave the park. Oh. So we don't know exactly how we're going to handle that. But for certain, I'm going to be there. I'm going to try to do all 24 hours. I know people that have done it. And they've already kind of started telling me what to expect what to expect during certain times of day, mm. when people begin to snap and start getting grumpy, when they start <laughs> getting smelly, when they start uh, sleeping, where you walk into the Main Street Cinema or the Animation Academy and you're like walking over people in pajamas and stuff like that. <laughs> I was going to say, so, when Cinderella no longer looks like she's at the ball. She won't be there. No? No. Oh. They they make sure that whoever comes out is properly attired. Mm. So... But they did say that if you make it all the way through the 24 hours as you're leaving Main Street, you get to see, like, the Fab Five in pajamas, like, telling you bye. That's which awesome. Which is kind of cool, yeah. That's awesome. I kind of like your idea there. What's that? <clears throat> like, after midnight hits, like, there should be a Cinderella there that's, like, in rags, one shoe. That's what like, I'm hoping for. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but by the time... She's looking for a shoe. But by the time she's already in that blue dress that they put her in, she's uh-huh. already a princess. She's already gotten past all of that. But it's after midnight. But it's after midnight. That's the point. No, but when she's in the blue dress that they put her out in, into Mm -hmm. the park, she's already married to Charming. She's already a princess. There's no need for her to go back to her old Cinderella outfit. So she's wearing the same dress? Ew. She's wearing the... (laughs) (laughs) You're dumb. (laughs) Why would she wear the same dress after she already married him? Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
I don't even know how to reply to that. <laughs> you know it makes sense. Whatever. I've, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Let's just move on because apparently Javier is delirious right now. <laughs> Seriously, I have a massive migraine right now. I can tell. Yeah. I it, think you're handling it well. Thanks. Yeah. I think it's the, believe it or not, I had chocolate that Hazen gave me. Caffeine. Yeah. Wow, surprise, mm-hmm. surprise. Hazen had chocolate. <laughs> 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 no, but if uh, I'm, I'm really excited about the 24-hour day. Uh, Mario, you're going to be there, right? Yeah, but let me get this straight. I'm actually going to spend most of my time at California Adventure drinking. Okay. I'm not going to be able to go into Disneyland? Whoa. If it reaches capacity, no. Dude, your plans is now my plans jacked are, up. Yeah. If it reaches capacity, no. They won't let you in. Interesting. Oh, no. You're going to have to talk I think, to somebody. I, I think the way that they do it, it happened during Christmas and stuff like that, too, where and New Year's. Where if the park reaches capacity, they have to drop 10% before they start allowing people back in. And no one's leaving that day. I'm thinking I should... Yeah, I'm going to spend my day at California Adventure drinking. Really? Well, so you're get, not going to do... You'll get to see the new world of color, but you won't get to see the projections on Main Street that day. That's the day they are debuting. I'm okay with that. For alcohol? Come on. What do you mean? It's not that important. Sure it is. No, it's not. Yes, yes I'm, it is. I'm going to have to agree with Javier on this one. It's not that important to hang out with a few buddies to drink. You can drink anytime. This is the 24-hour event but I... where things will be revealed for, to you for the first time. And you're going to choose beer? Now, let's be fair here, okay? We have yet to make any announcements on any of the activity happening in that California Adventure for this thing, Okay. We haven't reported what Carthay Circle looks like. Maybe I could be there doing that. I probably won't remember, mm-hmm. but I could do that. That's what <laughs> video's for. <laughs> what? That's what video is for. Yeah, I'll be there to shoot the video. Okay. And once you're kicked out by 10 p.m., then what? Then I go to the Grand Californian and hang out at the lounge and drink. Well, no, they won't get kicked out at 10 because it's part of the 24-hour day. Oh, but he would just be stuck over there. He would just be stuck there. Oh, I thought he meant I was going to get rowdy and they would kick me out. (laughs) That is a possibility. That is a possibility. That is a possibility. Have you met you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I knew that's where you were going. Yeah, I don't don't know how they're going to do it. Again, this is my first time experiencing the 24-hour day. I don't know other than the fact that if the park reaches capacity, they can't let any more people in until a certain percentage of people leaves the park. Yeah. So they do keep track of all of that, you know, for safety concerns. Right. So if you're stuck at California Adventure, you're stuck there. If you're stuck at Disneyland, you better not leave. Right. You know, that's that's where I want to be. I If throughout the day, if I'm able to hop over to California Adventure for a drink or two, I will happily do so because I know I will need it after a while. But... I know that I want to be back on Main Street because I want to see the projections and the new fireworks show that's going to debut that day. But if you can't make it over, I'll have your drink. <laughs> Thanks. Is it possible they would open where the two parks can intertwine and you can go from in and out from both parks? No. Maybe they can just close the parking lot section and the other Maybe end. the Esplanade open? Yeah. I don't think so because people walk through the Esplanade to get from one parking to another mm-hmm. or to get to like the IHOP and everything across the street mm-hmm. or vice versa. Yeah, but once you leave that section, I- I'm wondering if there's going to be some sort of closure where you're able to go from one park to the other. But once no. you leave that area, no, like I to go into it. downtown Disney They never or do that. No, it's like mm. once you leave the, 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 the turnstiles of the park, you've officially left the park. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, it's going to be interesting. Uh, again, my first time, if any of you guys have actually experienced a 24-hour day, we would love to hear some of your tips because we want to make sure that we are prepared for this. So, any tips about what to take in a backpack to eat, you know, what type of, like, water, like, five-hour energy drinks or, you know, just go keep going to Starbucks, like, where would you nap, stuff like that. Just leave us some comments. Where would you nap? Yeah, That's a I mean, great one. You gotta know. Yeah, you know, you gotta know. At two a.m. at one point, uh-huh. you're gonna want to take a twenty thirty minute nap. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you guys know any of this, have if you've been to the twenty four hour day, please leave a comment. You can either do so by going to facebook.com slash Look for the post for this episode. It'll be episode 43. 
or head over to pocketeers.com slash episode 43 and leave a comment there. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. Would Starbucks still be open? Absolutely. Everything's going to be open. Yeah? Everything. That's going to keep you up. Yeah. There's it, it's your gonna boost. be It's going to be a 10-shot espresso day. Yeah. I can't wait to see the off-ride pictures of people. They're just going to be asleep on it. <laughs> people have done it. Radiator Springs racers. You know Hazen's going to fall asleep through something important. Exactly. I hope not. I'm going to be writing It's a Small World. <laughs> there you go. There's your nap section right there. I'll be passing by the hat box, go snoring with like uh-huh. drool coming down the side of my face or something. I'm excited. I, I'm... So you've been there before, Mario? I have not. Oh. Never done a 24-hour event. I've heard it from people who've tried to do it. It's a little hard to do, even that early in the morning. Yeah. Um, I have a friend who actually went, I'm making this up probably, but they said they went about 2 a.m. just to kind of make it. And parking was insane for like trying to get through into the parking structure. They waited about four hours and then they gave up. Wow. Well, most people try to do that, that they go after midnight thinking, oh, there's going to be nobody yeah. there. The park's just going to be open. That is not the case. I've heard from a few people that if you try to do that, you're not guaranteed you're even going to get a parking spot anywhere mm-hmm. around Disneyland. I honestly assume they, they'd shut the doors and let no one in after a certain point. Well, if they have the capacity, they can let people in. Mm. But remember, if they don't have the ticks on the turnstile saying that people left... That means they're still in the park somewhere. Whether they're walking around on a ride or yeah. asleep somewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. they're still technically in the park. Yeah. Huh. You know, so that that's the hard part. Yeah. It's 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 one of those things where I feel like you have to show up sometime before like one PM almost on Friday. Because at that point, people are still going to work. They're coming out after work. They're gonna, you know, spend their day, their afternoon trying to get in. I think that getting there in the morning, you know, to get into the park, I know that they have like a big celebration in the Esplanade and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Like, hey, welcome to the 24-hour day. Like, I think last year they had Josh Gad or something like that. Somebody, like, you know, somebody from a recent Disney movie was there to kick off the event. They had some fireworks. Mickey and Minnie were there. They officially did a countdown. Everybody started getting into the park. Now, if you are... In the Esplanade. And there's like a three-hour line, let's say, because that many people show up to get into the park. Do those three hours count as part of the quote-unquote 24-hour day for you? Or do you have to cross the turnstile in order for it to be part of the, the 24 hours? Because my my thing was I wanted to post – I know people have done this before, and I wanted to do the same thing. I wanted to post a selfie every hour. Okay. Or some kind of picture every hour, so, you know, to kind of chronicle all 24. So why not do it through, at the Esplanade? But does it count as being in the park? Sure it does. I would say yes. Really? I don't feel I it do. does. You're getting way too technical now. Think about it. If the average person can't walk through that, it's not just a regular street. You're in the park. You're at the resort. Uh, like, I see what you guys are saying. I just, for some odd reason, it just doesn't feel like... You're in the like if you're not in the park, it doesn't feel like like you made it. What almost. would Google say? Where would you are? Where are you? If the you Esplanade, it would not say specifically. Esplanade. Okay, so here's the thing. Okay, it would give you the Disneyland address. Yeah, but because how GPS works, there's always a specific amount of feet slash meters that you know as a margin of error. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So I don't want to be in there on a technicality. Okay. I want to be in the park. <laughs> okay, look at it this way, okay? Let's say you're standing at La Brea Bakery. You're yeah. not in the park, okay? Then you go through a back check. Now you're in the park. Oh, back check. I like that. I don't think that's the park. Like, to me, unless you cross the turnstile, you are still in the Esplanade. You are not in the park yet. Then why are you getting back checked there? Because they want to make sure that you don't have any questionable items. Why? So that when you get into the park... You don't have any questionable items because when you get to the turnstile, they don't want to have to bother with a bag check. They just want to bother with you scanning your pass or your ticket. So let me see if I got this straight, okay? Worst case scenario, I have a pocket knife at La Brea Bakery. That's <laughs> you okay. Cut bread? That's yes, that's exactly what <laughs> cool. that's okay, but once I get to the bag check, I can't have that knife anymore? Correct. I should be able to because I'm not in the park, right? 
Well, then they'll turn you away if you have that pocket knife. Uh Uh-huh. Before I walk into the park, yes? No, before you walk into the line that gets you into the park. I'm going nowhere with him right now. You know, I would say the parking lot. I'm at Disneyland. Sorry. No, that's a parking structure. No. No. I'm at Disneyland. I don't know. Again, let's get some opinions here. What do you guys think? If you are in the Esplanade, are you technically in the park? Or are you in the park once you cross the turnstiles, once your pass is scanned, or once your ticket is scanned for the day? He has posted pictures of himself at the parking lot saying, I'm at Disneyland. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's And it. I can prove it. Oh, I'm not saying that's not true. Okay. I'm saying the parking lot so is your Disneyland. Here's the difference. That is the Disneyland Resort. Mm-hmm. All of that is part of the Disneyland Resort. You're being Resort. very technical right now. Crossing the turnstiles, you're in Disneyland. Disneyland proper. <sighs> Don't say that. And to be fair, I actually did say you're at the resort when you walk through the bag check. But you're I'm still saying I want park. to be at Disneyland. Because if you're at the resort, you're technically not at California Adventure. You see what I'm saying? You're on the resort property. Downtown Disney is the resort property. You want to be there before they cut the ribbon? Get a job there. I will if I could. (laughs) This is so interesting, guys. (laughs) No, go on. This is great. Are you taking notes? Uh, Yeah. Is that what you're going to do? Yeah, when he goes, now we're technically not in the park yet. All right. Well, still, I think that if you are at the parking structure on your way on the Esplanade, you're technically not in the park. Mario and Javier seem to think that that is already the case, that you are already at the park. Tell us what you guys think. Again, podcasters.com slash episode 43 and uh, leave your comment. I'm, I'm curious. If, if I'm wrong, okay, fine, I'm wrong. But I feel that technically your 24-hour day doesn't start until you cross the turnstiles either into Disneyland or into California As Adventure. I said, I think you're being technical. I think so, too. Let's see yeah. what everybody else says. Again, I've never experienced this. I want to make sure that I do it right. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I have my chronicled photograph for every single hour. Yeah, and your first picture should be the parking lot. <laughs> I'm here. Hey, that, oh, that okay. is picture one. <laughs> And then at 11 o'clock or whatever, when the ropes drop, picture two. No, rope drop's going to be at like 8, dude. I mean, at 6 a.m. <gasps> oh, that, that's even better for you. It's like 6 a.m. Oh, again, well, 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. Okay. Picture one should be the parking lot. I'm here. Whatever. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. Uh, did you guys see that Walt Disney World recently posted or um, they told their cast members that they didn't want selfie sticks yes. on the rides anymore? <laughs> That's You so- know, when I saw that, I just thought of Mario. Oh, I mean, yeah. you did. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought I of, hate just to say this. complaining about the selfie sticks. Mario, you win. Yes, you I win. win. All right. Well, everybody wins. Apparently, everyone thinks the selfie stick is stupid, and they all agree with you. But it has yes. nothing to do with it being stupid, though. The reason they're doing it is because it was it was posing danger. Mm-hmm. You know, while they were on the ride, people were they? sticking them out. You know, trying to get uh-huh. selfies while on the rides, and you know, they could hurt themselves. It could get snagged on something. It could have posed a much larger issue. And the way that they're addressing it is they're not necessarily banning the selfie stick Mm -hmm. what they're doing is it's an extension of the please keep your hands and legs inside of the attraction at all times rule Mm. because that is a solid rule that has existed forever at the resort i'm with that i get it you're right and all they're doing is they're extending that rule to the selfie stick like the selfie stick is almost an appendage that's coming out it's an it's an extension of what your arm or whatever is if you're holding it with your legs, then wow, more power to you. But that's kind of how they're treating it. This was only at Walt Disney World, though. I'm wondering if they're going to bring that over to Disneyland yes. and start enforcing it here. Oh, I'm sure. Either yes. at the 24-hour day or somehow because it does pose an, an issue. You know, mm-hmm. Half the time that you're walking around, and, and this is where I kind of understood what you were saying the last time that we talked about this, Mario, is that – when you're walking around and somebody's got a selfie stick and let's say you're pushing a stroller, you're looking down at a kid or something like that, and all of a sudden you look up and whap, you get smacked by a selfie stick. Right. You know, then you you didn't know it was coming. It's almost like you turn around and run into a pole when you're not paying attention. You see, and I get it. 
I've never been in that situation, but I'm sure plenty of other people have. I'm sure that when they're swinging it, you know, they might hit a kid or they might hit somebody else. And it, uh, I, I don't even know what happens when, I wonder if there's ever even been a person that has dropped their phone from a selfie stick and thought, I'm going to sue Disneyland because it broke on their property. <laughs> it was their concrete that broke my phone. That's a stretch, but well, who I, knows? Believe, I could I, believe it. I Yeah, I could see people going to those extremes. And honestly, I didn't get too detailed on the situation, but how is that not common knowledge? You're going to be a nuisance to people. Like, you have this yeah. thing that's going to get in people's way. Look, I don't care. If you have your selfie stick, I'm going to photobomb you. I'm going to acknowledge you have a ridiculous selfie stick. I don't like them. They're getting in my way. I could bump into it. I could knock over someone's phone, and they could hold me accountable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be responsible for that. I'm going to invent something. How about putting a phone clip on a cane? No one's going to kick someone out with a cane. You mean on the top so part of the cane? So make your cane a selfie stick? Yes. That's my invention. Let's patent this. We can make a lot of money. You understand the cane what? sometimes works as a third leg or a second leg if you don't have yeah. one. And if you have it up in the air. <laughs> Wasn't there like an April Fool's joke where they had like the selfie shoe? Where people, like girls would like lift their leg and they inserted the, the phone into the tip of the shoe. I haven't seen it, that, but that sounds great. It was great. so funny. Like there was all sorts of April Fool's jokes that came out. That was possibly one of the funniest ones that day. That's a good one. I I'll like find the one. video and I'll post it on the blog That's post a good idea. Episode. I want to see that. Well, I for one am glad they're enforcing this rule. It needs to come to Disneyland. Let's be rid of these selfie sticks. Man, it looks like it's going to happen sooner than later. So... Um, hey, I saw that that your girlfriend's video got reposted and uh, how cool was that, right? That was really cool. I don't know if any of you guys remember me mentioning this. Uh, the opening act for Maroon Five uh, at the forum was this girl named Rosie Crane, super talented. She's really awesome, really down to earth. We got a chance to meet her, um, bought her EP, listened to it on the drive home, and then we start going through all her social media stuff, and we find out that uh. She she wanted people to like cover her stuff. If she liked it, she would repost it. So my girlfriend records music, as a lot of you know already. Um, and she she thought this would be like a good idea, you know. So she mm-hmm. bought herself a tripod for her iPhone, uh, recorded it on her piano, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was cool. It wasn't like a day later she actually not only reposted but commented on the actual video. That was really yeah, cool. that was really awesome. Yeah. What did she put on there? She's like, yeah, I'm stalking you or something like that. Oh, no. <laughs> That was to the general public. <laughs> that she's still stalking the covers. I haven't seen her repost a lot of the covers, so the fact that she actually did this for her was actually really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that. I was like, oh, my. I was so happy for yeah, Kim when I trip. saw that. Yeah, she freaked out, too. It was awesome. It was really <laughs> That's cool. That's good. Uh, we should actually post uh, Kim's cover on, yeah. on the blog post for this episode. Yeah. So, again, podcasters.com slash episode 43. Check it out. It's a really good cover, guys. Yep. You guys are really going to enjoy it. So, we'll, we'll post the, the comments by Rosie Crane, too. Sounds good. Uh, I wanted to share something with you guys because I feel like I need to make this. You guys know I'm a huge fan of podcasts, right? Yeah. Uh, I think you guys know that I'm also a huge fan of a bunch of channels on YouTube. Like, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I do watch a lot of stuff on YouTube. Yes, you Mm -hmm. do. And one of the channels that I subscribe to uh, is a channel called – it's actually by a girl named Rosanna Ponzino. Uh, She has this thing called Nerdy Nummies, Mm -hmm. and she loves to bake. Like, she always makes a bunch of, like, little snacks that look like – Nintendo controllers, like she takes like gaming aspects for like Minecraft and Pac-Man and Super Mario Bros. Like she'll make a cake that looks like the Starman. That was her first episode actually. Everything she makes is just all cake pops and cakes and awesome candies and all sorts of stuff. It's it's really cool. And she recently did something that, as a Gravity Falls fan, I fell in love with and I feel like one day we're going to have to try to make one she made Dipper's hat no into way. a cake <laughs> That's cool. I was psyched I saw that video pop up and I I was like I, I need to make this cake I need this cake in my life now it looks so good That's I was, awesome. I was so surprised like what she she basically ended up creating this uh, blue velvet cake so same same recipe as a red velvet blue cake. Velvet? Instead of instead of red dye, you use blue dye. Well, that's weird. So 
It's the same thing. You mm. just use a different dye color. You can make green velvet cake for all you care. It's the only thing that's changing is the color. Mm-hmm. So she made a blue velvet cake. Uh, she used like a round, a round bowl to make the top of the hat, and just like a flat pan to make the bottom part. She put those together, made the hat, covered it with icing, put some fondant on it, made the bill. Dude, it looks so good. That's awesome. I'm gonna post a video for this too, and if any of you guys want to try the recipe, try it out, and then uh, you know Hashtag send us a picture, or, yeah, or like send a comment, us. comment on Rose video too, because it was so cool. I was impressed. I want that cake in my life, and one day I'm gonna try to make it. I don't think we have a, a round baking bowl or anything like that. We don't have a glass bowl that we can bake in, but I think I need to make this cake, guys. You don't can get seriously. creative. Wouldn't it just be easier to make Grunkle Stan's fez? <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> Maybe that's what she needs to make next. Ro, if you are listening, which you probably are not, make Grunkle Stan's fez next. Yeah, that would have been a lot less time. <laughs> it would have Really? <laughs> it's so cool. I, I'm telling you guys, if you guys look at this hat, you guys are going to want it too. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so cool. <laughs> That's all I had to share for today, guys. I I'm like psyched Let's have about her this on cake. the podcast. If she wants to be on the podcast, I would sure. love to have her on the podcast. Let's call her up. She she's actually she actually makes a lot of cool Disney stuff too. One of the most recent episodes that she made was these little Olaf ice cream things, where uh, she used sugar cookies to mold out Olaf's head. Okay. Uh, like some frosting to make the eyeballs. She used. Uh, chocolate that she melted to make the hands and the hair. And then she made, like, she used, like, shot glasses to dump in a couple of scoops of vanilla ice cream or something like that, put the cookie on it, and then decorated it to look like Olaf's body. And mm. then you just kind of ate this, like, immensely sugary treat. <laughs> but she does she does really nice things. I, I like what she comes up with. Hmm. They're pretty easy to make for the most part. Some of the stuff she's made is, like, jello shots and, like, little jello molds. She buys a lot of pre-made molds like Pac-Man and the, uh, I think there was a Tardis one. There was no, there was a Tardis gingerbread, like a Tardis gingerbread house thing that she made at one point. Interesting. Yeah, she's got a lot of really cool things. Like, I, like, I would definitely recommend. You like all these sugary desserts, though. I do. Yeah, I do. So what's her what's her uh, channel called again? What's the show called? The sh- the that particular show is Nerdy Nummies. Nerdy Nummies. Yeah. Hmm. I have to check it out. Yeah. All right, guys. Is there anything else before uh, we close up for today? Oh, wait. Yeah, I do have something. Okay. Okay. So if anybody is listening to this on Wednesday, um, as you guys know, the uh, for all pin collectors, actually, the next edition of the 60th anniversary pins mm-hmm. comes out on Thursday, mm. which means if anybody is going to be there, I'm going to camp out. Oh, no way. (laughs) Yeah. So you're going to be there for it, huh? Yeah. So there's uh, this guy. um, I I only know his YouTube name. It was like uh, Blade 3000 or something like that. I would have to look it up just to get more detail. He actually posted a video of the day he went and got the turquoise one. Uh, For anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about, I was very upset about this a couple of weeks ago because Disneyland is releasing exclusive 60th anniversary pins one every month from January till June and a special silver edition of one in July. Okay. Now, there's going to be six different colors. It's blue, red, turquoise, uh, yellow, purple, I want to say green. What are you upset about? That I found out three months in. Oh, oops. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we talked about it in yeah, episode yeah, yeah. 40. So if yeah. you guys want to go back, you can go to com slash episode 40. That's where we originally talked about this. We yeah. also have the images on the blog post for those pins if you guys want to check right. them out. And uh, so far, I've had to buy the ones I missed on eBay. The sad thing about it, though, uh-huh. is that I actually missed the March pin uh-huh. two days after it released. Oh, no. This is when I found out about them. Yeah. So I have to go on eBay. Uh, I'm still hunting them down. You're right. I'm not finding the very first one. Anything cheaper than 100 bucks. Told you. Wow. So, yeah. I had to buy one of them already for 70 bucks. Yeah. Okay. The next one, I don't know what I'm going to spend on it, but it's probably roughly going to be in that area. Um, in any event... The next one is coming out on the 16th of this month. Uh, that's going to be Thursday. Well, I mean, if you're going to head out on Thursday and if you're going to actually buy a couple of pins, maybe somebody that can't make it to get the third one is willing to trade the first one. 
It's possible. Ooh. We'll find out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think every wristband that goes, so it, it's going to work again on a wristband basis. You actually show up, and I believe it's limited to 3,000 pins. Correct. So every person that's wow. there is going to get a wristband. Per color. That wristband will allow you to purchase two pins at any one of two to three locations that they have them designated. 3,000 sounds like a lot. It's not. It's, it's not. actually not. Think about it. Wow. 1,500 people show up. 1,500 yes. people for that's two. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Two so, per customer. So because it's going to be, I mean, I'm I'm working under that assumption that only 1,500 people are going to buy these pins because everybody, it's a limit of two per mm-hmm. person. For the most part, people are going to go in couples, which means that those two people are going to end up with four pins. Yes. And most people do the same thing. They sell them on eBay. They trade them for other pins mm-hmm. that they were unable to get, which is the, you know, most people do that. So it's cool. I would say that if you're going to be there, you're going to buy the extra pin. Maybe somebody that's got the first one that can't make it to get the third one, maybe they're willing to trade for oh, it. Cool. That way you each have a full set. Can you it. share your camping details? What I, do you mean? I will give it a shot because I, I need to find out how this is going to go. I'm, I'm trying to remember the guy. That I mean, are I, you talking I, about tent and blankets? and? No, not at all. I'm just going to sit out there. So the way this actually goes is um, you're not supposed to line up any earlier than like 6 a.m., in front of Rainforest Cafe at Downtown Disney. Okay. Now, like he said, there's going to be three locations that are going to sell these pins. There's a pin store in Downtown Disney mm-hmm. that'll have it. There's going to be a uh, store command is going to have it. And then I think uh, there's going to be like one more shop in California Adventure that's going to carry them. Now, the thing is, the wristbands actually designate which store you're going to go to. Yeah. Uh... So if you don't have a Disneyland pass or whatever, you're not going to be able to go in it without actually buying the ticket. Right. Or you could buy it outside there. Um, if 3,000, I mean, if they don't sell all 3,000, then they're available to the public at 1 p.m. that day. But let's face it, they've all sold out so far. People want these things. Yeah. They're going to sell out, especially when the quantity is too. So, um, again, I contacted this guy who actually filmed um, the whole thing. He actually showed up at 6.45 from what he told me, 6.45 a.m., mm-hmm. right before the distribution of the pins. And he actually got through. They gave him a wristband. Yeah, but you got to think about the fact that every time a new pin is released, more and more people are finding Absolutely. out about it. So but it's going to get harder and harder to show up close to the, the distribution time and still end up with a pin. Absolutely, which is why he was telling me that he actually knows people that were there since 3 a.m. that day. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Uh-huh. This one day that you're going to be there, mm-hmm. they're going to have 3,000 people, right, that can go in and get it, a wristband? Yes. Each person gets... Two? Or up to two? Yes. Is that all they're making? Yes. Yes. 6,000? No, no, no. No, no. 3,000. So. No, no, no. I'm talking about the pins itself. I'm telling you the exact same thing. 3,000 3,000 pins total. Every color is only getting produced in quantities of Uh 3,000. The silver edition coming out July 18th is coming out in the quantity of 5,000. So the thing is. If the first 1,500 people got wristbands with a limit of two per person, yes. there's a good chance that if there's more people with wristbands, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Whoa. So they're distributing yeah. all 3,000, but that's if only if, if everyone only buys one pin, then all 3,000 people get them. Now, again, so if you got a wristband, you're not guaranteed yeah. a pin. Oh, now, again, wow. not, not really sure how this process is going to go. That's scary. It could be that when they distribute the wristbands, they're going to tell them how many are you picking up today. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Like it's possible and they'll write it on there. They'll make sure that you actually buy them, so on and so forth. But yeah, that's the situation. With so those. if my wristband says 3,000, there's a pretty cha- good chance that I'm not that getting it. That you're not going to get it. Yeah. That sucks. So again, and they're only at Disneyland parks. These colors are coming out once a month mm-hmm. from now until July. I've already missed out on the first three. I had to buy one on eBay. I'm still going to buy the other ones and I'm going for this one here. Uh, my plan so far involves trying to stay awake. I'm probably going to hang out at the nearest 24-hour <laughs> fitness at midnight, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, drive down at a certain point, and then just kind of camp out till 7 a.m., see what comes of that. Well, I wish you luck. Thank Seriously. you. Seriously. I, I don't know. If I can join you, I will join you, and maybe we can get a couple more pins, and you'll be able to trade them for the other ones, hopefully. Mm-hmm. He might have joined not, you, but when you said 24-hour fitness, he's out. I was out. I'll be, I'll be at the Dunkin' Donuts where they have donuts and coffee. You can be at the 24-hour fitness. I will be at Dunkin' Donuts. But yeah, if I can make it out with you, I will gladly head out there with you and, you know, get a couple more pins. And like I said, I'm I'll keep one for myself 
and then you can right. have the other one. You can trade it Thank for you. another pin if you need to. But I'm not a huge pin collector. Mm-hmm. I, I do collect things every so often, opening day things. I'll probably get the silver one, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's going to have uh, a larger you know, like, yeah. press. Mm-hmm. I'll probably get the silver one just because it, it looks nice. I'll probably get the blue one just for myself because I, I just like the mm-hmm. color, um, which is going to be the, the hardest one. The hardest one to get. I mean, it's going to go up in value the more I know. we wait. Like, and, just... and that's the thing. The longer it goes, the more it's going to go mm-hmm. up because people are going to want the entire yeah. set. So... We'll see. I mean, I if I end up with it, I, I I end up with it. I will tell you that some of the other pins that are coming out th- that are inside the catalog for the 60th are so much nicer looking <laughs> than hmm. these. I, I get the whole point of these because they flip open and there's like a little bit of history and everything. But I've seen a couple of other pins that just look so much better than these. Do. Well, these pins are actually just a, it's a Walt quote and then a picture of Walt when right. you flip the diamond open. Um, but still, I mean, it's it's the like I just like the fact that they're exclusive and then very limited. I'm huge on pins. I'm a huge pin collector. So um, the fact that I missed these first two months just drove me bonkers. Like you don't <laughs> even know you weren't even here that day when he told me about it. Yeah. I like flipped it. Yeah, like, he dude, he lost it. Like, Get out of here. I didn't even he want to record. It. Like <laughs> he he was really like it was upset. Bad. <laughs> and I, I just kept thinking to myself like, but. If you're such a collector, like, how did you not know about this? Don't you have, like, your hand on the pulse for right. the, all these pin things? Like, like, dude, he had to make me pancakes. Is this the same it. day we joked of, joked around about it? Was it? I think it when was. When we recorded? Yes. I think it was. Uh-huh. So yeah. I was joking, and I probably was getting you even more upset? No, yeah. he had already no, made you me were. pancakes and cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could tell. You probably took him to the highest level of anger, though, I'm assuming. Oh, he was. I yeah. mean, dude, after purpose. the pancakes, he was fine. <laughs> But, dude, like, you have no idea. Like, he was so mad. I was upset. Like, so I didn't want to record. Like, I was, yeah. just, I was ready to go home. He's like, dude, let's postpone until tomorrow. I can't record right now. It's like, are you serious? He's like, no. I was like, what if I gave you pancakes? That might help. Uh, <laughs> it did the trick. That's when I was late. He made a Mickey shape. Yeah, I gave him the Mickey pancake, and it helped. Good. So. It's like, it's not a pin, but it's Mickey. <laughs> Poor guy, I'm sorry. So you have one left yep. to go. Okay, well, yeah, as Hazen said, we wish you luck. Thank you. No, I, I'm still on the hunt for the first two, and then they're still made June mm-hmm. and then July. Yeah. There's a total of six. Okay. And then the exclusive silver one. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be a while, but I'll be doing a lot of campouts. I hope to see some of you guys there. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys see Mario, say hi. Take a selfie. Remember, there's Bring points Bring me attached. Starbucks. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Yeah, don't do that because then 30 people will show up with <laughs> with a drink for oh, you. Oh, then I'll be there. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'll be there to fill in that blank. It's like, I just, the, the commercial with the ladies, it's like, I'm going to put you on my wall. It's like, that's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Love those commercials. Is that the same one where the lady has a hammering breaking the candy candy crush? (laughs) I love those. (laughs) All right, guys. That is going to be it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, We sincerely appreciate all of the comments and all of the the shares and everything that you guys post. Thank you so much for all of your replies for the 60 Disney favorites. We're having so much fun reading all of your responses to those. And we're learning things. I know. There's so many things that people post that I didn't even know about. So I'm really enjoying all of these. Keep those coming. Tell your friends about it. Yeah, guys. Remember, this goes on till the anniversary day. The launch. Yeah, so the the launch day. So that that Friday is going to be the last post that we do. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you guys want to find us on any of the social links, we're at facebook.com slash podcateers. Make sure that you head over there and thumb the page. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, we are at podcateers on both of those networks. If you want to find out more about us or this episode, head over to podcateers.com slash episode 43. There you'll find some of the notes and some of the videos and images and stuff that we were talking about in this episode you can look at other episodes, listen to them, look at the blog post for those. Sign up for the birthday shout-out list. If you haven't done yes. so, make sure you head down there on your birthday. We'll post a little graphic with your name and stuff and say, hey, happy birthday, you, because you're special. And we love you. We heart you. Like all of that? All of it. Oh, cool. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that is going to be it. Thank you again so much for listening. Until next week, here's to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Okay, Google.
That'll purpose. I'm not, I don't even need to sign off. See you guys next week. Ha, 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 ha.